Wait, Did you that? see that? <gasps> what? Yeah. What is this? What? Oh my gosh, what's going on? No, no. This is the part that's scary because nothing's happening. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh my gosh. <gasps> no! <laughs> no! That was scary. That was scary. That was scary. It's time for girls and ghouls. Okay, let's talk about it. Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome back to Girls and Ghouls. Yeah. It's spring break. It really is. I'm I'm kind of excited about it. I would be more excited about spring break if it didn't mean I had so much cooking to do. But that's what I'm going to be doing. Like, we're recording this in advance for you guys because chances are you're not like me. You're not a crazy person and you're traveling to someone else who will cook for you. I am cooking for everyone else. And I'm cooking the whole meal. So. Happy I'm, Easter. By the way. Yeah, happy Easter. It's Easter Sunday when you guys are listening to this, probably. This is our Easter gift to you Mm -hmm. because we love you. And we don't want you to be bored while you're driving. And And if you are traveling somewhere, tell us. Where are you going? Let me live vicariously through you. Yeah. We figured it would be kind of cool to give you guys an extra episode because it's spring break here and it's spring break in a lot of places. And so if you are traveling, you have more girls and ghouls to listen to. So yeah. you can just, you know, if you're on the beach, just know that we don't like you very much right now. We don't. We don't like you. We're not friends today. But we still want you to listen to us. <laughs> That'll make us feel better about the fact that we're not on the beach. Right. Than we should be. Is that hurricaning over there again? <laughs> no. That's the trash truck. <laughs> oh. It just it's sounds hurricane. like a hurricane. It'll sound louder when it comes up the hill. I have a really steep hill right past my house. And when the school buses come up it, it's terrifying. It's like listen, a monster. Go outside. Go outside and scream at the, the trash <laughs> men to listen to Girls and Ghouls. Be like, listen, you're making a weekly appearance. Mm-hmm. You don't even know it, but you're like famous. You're welcome. You're welcome, trash we'd guy. Like our, we, we'd like our royalty check next. That's right. I should contact <laughs> Waste Industries and see if they'd sponsor us. <laughs> we have a podcast. It's about girls and ghouls. Not trash at all, but everybody has trash. Do you know what makes my day better, Kirsten, when someone picks up my trash? <laughs> That's why we need waste industry. That's right. That's going to be my, anytime I use that voice, you guys are going to know it's a commercial. It's an ad. <laughs> it's an ad. That's yeah. Aaron's ad this voice. It's a Tide ad. It's a Tide ad. <laughs> Mine, for whatever reason, turns into like Valley Girl something, where I can't even form proper enunciation. I, everything I, ends like a I question. Busted into that the other day, remember? And you were like, "Where'd that voice come from?" It's like, "Hey guys, yeah. this is welcome to Girls and Ghouls." It's like, it's really cool. Uh, it's like about ghouls. It's about ghouls. <laughs> so that's my favorite thing ever, guys. Guys, funny story. Kirsten's on the phone with her daughter, and her daughter is bragging about her because she's got the best daughter in the world. <laughs> And her daughter's bragging on her about how she has a ghost podcast. To a bunch of other teenagers. And and she's like, tell them about it. And what was your response? It's about ghosts? 
look, I was tired. I wasn't feeling that well. She put me on the spot. I was not prepared with, like, my elevator pitch at the time. We didn't have an elevator pitch, though, to be fair to you. We did not have an elevator pitch. But we do now. We have a good one. You wrote it. It's good. I I wrote it. That's what made it so good. (laughs) No, let me read it to you guys because I'm totally thinking about making a t-shirt with part of it. Okay? Like, I'm serious. And I want you guys to tell me, like... Send me like a message on Instagram or something. Let me know. Oh, here if it I comes. Can find this. Go scream. <laughs> Listen. Listen. To girls. Here's a sticker where they can put a little pearl on the back of their trash truck. Do it. Do it. Yes. This is. It has to. It has to happen. Okay. So, new elevator pitch is. Two slightly skittish females from the suburbs don their bravery pants to tell ghost stories from around the world. But we're not just going to talk about terrifying hauntings, but the spooky and spectacular histories behind them. Join girls and ghouls for an adventure of paranormal paranormal proportions and find humor in the haunting tales of Tarar. So listen, I want a t-shirt that says I'm wearing my bravery pants today. Pew, 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 pew. Paranormal pow, 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 pow. Oh, I just channeled man. Steve Carell in, Evan, in Bruce Almighty. Yeah. When he's, have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. I love it. When he's, he's standing there, when Jim Carrey's making him talk. Making him talk. Yes. It's the <laughs> best thing ever. It's my favorite Because he like centers himself and he's like serious and he's frustrated. And then he's like, I want to know how many takes it took for him to film that. Listen, if you're my, if you're my seven degrees to Steve Carell, you need to get a message to him to like tweet me, tweet us, mm-hmm. and tell us. I love how he I love did Steve that. Steve Carell, he's so fantastic. He's the best. I he's saw my him on Ellen. There, I watched yeah. an older Ellen episode with him on it not too long yeah. ago, and it was when they were talking about doing a reboot of The Office and bringing like yeah. the original cast back. Yeah, and she asked him. She's like, "Are you going to do it?" And he goes, "No, I don't like those people." <laughs> <laughs> like dead serious and she started laughing and then she paused for a minute and she just kind of looked at him and he started laughing finally but he was like dead fan he's so good it was so he's funny so good i don't like those people i just i don't like those people i just watched him last night i told you this last night mm-hmm. i watched him in one of his more serious roles seeking a friend for the end of the world and it is a like tragic romance a beautiful romance but he's very funny in that too. But he, every time I watch that, I am reminded that he is my silver fox crush. <laughs> it's him. As every long day. as he doesn't do the Gru voice. No, but you know, Gru is one of my favorite animated I characters. Know. I specifically bought socks that were black and gray striped because they look like Gru's scarf. <laughs> and I wear them all the time. They're my favorite socks because I love Gru so much. He's the best. I do love Gru. He's, he's I awesome. do love, I love when he showed up to Ellen as Gru. Did you see that? Yes. He's it's fantastic. He's wonderful. <sighs> My dogs are Do you, going crazy. So you guys, you have to understand excited. today is a little bit different. We're recording this on a Friday. My husband just recently changed like his work schedule. It gets changed pretty much every six months. But it's he's off exciting. on Fridays now. And it's really throwing my work routine for a loop. Throw up her groove. Yeah. I'm not used to having somebody else in the house. So, we've got the trash truck coming by. Got my husband home, which means my dogs go crazy when he walks in the door. We're going to get through this, though, because we have a really awesome story. And we're doing it 
I'm, and this is my favorite thing. Because it is Easter weekend, and because you guys are traveling, we, we decided to do a story together because we found one that is just... It's literally one of the, I don't know. It's I think the most it's ridiculous story. thing I have ever heard, to be honest. It's ridiculous, but it, I mean, it gives me like, ugh. I just, I, do, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't like so, it. So, Aaron and I do a lot of ghosty research. And you, normally, we don't talk about what stories we're going to do before we right. do them. We don't want to talk about them with each other. Right. But she found this story. And she starts researching it, and she, you sent me a message, and you basically were like, this can't be real. Like, this has to be, it's un, it, it's just not, it's not possible. It's not. And she and sends yet. me a link to, like, a couple different articles about it, and I start reading it, and I was like, what? What? Like, no. This is, it's just, it's so, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's completely ridiculous. It's completely unbelievable, but we found so many sources on it and documented cases and even like freaking EVPs. And listen, here's the thing. Like, it's ridiculous, but I think it's legitimately the most terrifying thing I've read. <laughs> you think so? Like, I'm, I'm pretty spooked by it, and I don't know why. I think it's because it's so unnatural. Yes, I agree. That it just rubs me. It's like right up there with ghost children. Like, it shouldn't be. And I think it's messed up. And yeah. I, yeah, I was really hoping to find something that would be, that was like, like, look, we debunked this. Like, I looked on BuzzFeed to mm-hmm. see, because, you know, Shane on BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. he's always like, no. Yeah. No ghosts. It's not, it's not true. But no, here we go. Yeah. It's terrifying. Okay. So you, let's just dive right in. We're going to tag team right. this one because it's just so ridiculous and weird. It's, and- it's so weird. This is the story of, Train turkey. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. This is so scary. Just the fact that it's a turkey. It's a, it's a turkey. Listen, those those buggers are mean, okay? <laughs> Except for the one, and I think that's why this is so heartbreaking to me. I have a personal relationship with a turkey down the road. She really does. Okay. And I when really I come, do. when I come, we're gonna go see him and I'm gonna get we're a gonna hug go from see him. him. We're gonna ask He's, him if he knows train turkey. If he knows train turkey. Because they talk. They do. They do. They talk. So um, this story takes place, like, we normally do these, like, I feel like we're always in these, like, heavily populated areas. But this is, like. Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. So apparently this is a place called Tomahawk, Wisconsin. And we looked it up. And there's literally a population of 3,400 people. So it's a very, very. Small town. Tiny town. Tiny town. And the story, and that's population today, Mm -hmm. by the way. So when this started, it was less, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm sure it was probably only a few. It was probably just the train workers, I would imagine, and their families. Because it was in 1891, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, 1891 on the Wisconsin and Chippewa Railroad. Which, Which, by the way, has been purchased, but it's still there. So, guys, if you're in Wisconsin, we're not coming to see you. No. We're not going We're not going anywhere near the train, at least. No. So, it's been purchased by Tomahawk Railway, which makes sense because it's in Tomahawk, Wisconsin, right? Right. But there's even stories that they named it because of the turkey. Yeah. 
because they because they yeah we'll get to that well there's just so much there's so much weird so much weird stuff so so let's 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 explain here let's this all sounds crazy like and you guys are i know you're probably having the same reaction that kirsten and i had where we're like what no okay so tomahawk wisconsin is a small town and it's definitely more like forest area in fact the only thing that the railway has ever carried um it's this is not a pedestrian railway um this is for coal um they now do chemicals back in the day it wasn't chemicals but it was just coal and um forest like supplies like timber that had been cut down and whatnot and in that area is it's very heavily like wildlife populated and a lot of turkeys like a lot of turkeys and that's kind of how this whole story begins because the railroad was actually um do you build a railroad how do you well yeah you have to build the build it is that what you call it though yes you build a railroad and you lay the railroad tiles and yeah that's what i was looking for they laid the railroad in 1891 um which as we all know like adding that sort of thing to a natural area it really displaces the wildlife like they move they lose a lot of their like habitat nesting area their habitats right so one of the animals that was displaced the most was the it was the the turkeys which we just learned today a group of turkeys is called a rafter yes i didn't want to keep saying a flock and make a fool of myself well that is one of the words we found it is Hallelujah. Because you know someone would have been that person who is like, I'm sorry, but it's not a flock. Right. I just call everything a a herd. When there's like three or more of anything, it's a herd. So it's It's a herd of turkeys. (laughs) A herd of turkeys. But no, it's a rafter of turkeys. So they they got displaced. And so here's – this is like – this isn't one of those stories where like something happened, like this railroad was built, and then 60 or 70 years later stuff started happening. There are stories that date – all the way back to like the early early 1900s for this thing like way back when they first finished building the railroad and they put the train on the tracks and they started hauling the coal and the forest supplies and everything like there are stories coming out of this from the workers on the train tracks and it's just it's I weird it's, i think that like i would love to be back when like in that time like as a fly on the train walls <laughs> Because it started out, like, kind of no big deal. You know, like, we have the workers. The workers spent a lot of their time um, on the train. They would, like, sleep around the trains. Because it's not like, this is not <laughs> They the would sleep time around. <laughs> they do. They would sleep around the train. Okay. I mean, like, like they would they would sleep Aaron, near the train. How dare you make not such accusations. God. <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast, y'all. Not that kind of podcast. But they they you know, back in that period of time, they lived and worked on the railroad. Right. Like that's what they did. Um so it started like the story started coming around on where railroad road, all the every, live long day. You know, that used to be my railroad song until I watched the Pixar shorts. Have you seen those? Some of them. And they did John Henry. No. About the 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 slave who, like, was so strong that he built the, the railroad, like, single-handedly. No, I didn't see that Oh, my God, it's one. so good. There's a song. It's John Henry. John Henry. I'm going to sing it all day now. <laughs> anyway, so the workers start noticing that their food is turning up missing because they would, like, bring lunches and, like, their pails and mm-hmm. stuff, and they'd have, like, 
you know, fruits and sandwiches, I guess. Mac and cheese, maybe? No, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> but they would, they they inevitably just blamed each other because that's what grown men do. Right. Is squabble like children over who took my food. So they blamed it on each other, but eventually they started noticing that, like, their food was turning up missing when they never left it. Like, it they would be they would have their food with them the entire time because i mean i guess you get your lunch stolen enough times you just don't right you hang on to that you hang on to it especially if you're working on the railroad like these were like these are probably like big men and they needed to eat they need their proteins and their fruits but they also they started finding trails through the different cargo cars of the railroad of like partially eaten leaves and grass like Somebody had, like, trekked it on their shoes almost, but it was bigger pieces. And they were like, this is weird because nobody's been in here since we loaded this car. But it's just weird. And, again, like, all of these things can kind of be explained. Like, maybe there was a gust of wind that blew these leaves in or whatever. So they weren't really thinking much of it initially. Initially. But we get to get old Willie. Willie Arnold. Poor sweet Willie. I feel like he should have been a country singer. I can't imagine having to tell the story. I know. Bless him, though. I mean. This is, this is unpleasant, guys. Like, we don't want to be touched in the face. We really don't want this No. So, Willie Arnold was a man who was hired by the railroad. I couldn't find an exact date. Somewhere around, like, 1912, 1915, somewhere in there. He was hired by the railroad to be one of the conductors. And he quit after his very first day he was up in the engine and he claims he started hearing something that sounded like scratching and there wasn't anybody around he gets up and he's like what you know who's who's in here with me whatever he thought it was one of the other workers or whatever what you need yeah he didn't see anybody so he sits back down and he gets back to work Mm -mm. and then he starts hearing the sound of a faint gobble listen listen okay I would have probably been a little bit more perturbed. And I don't know what his reaction is. I just assume that he would have had more of a reaction. Like, I figured that they would have, like, been, like, when he heard scratching, he, you know, had a code level brown and had to change his pants. I don't know. I expected something. Because the last thing I want to hear is scratching anywhere I am. But he was just like, no, just keep working, whatever. No big deal. And then he hears, what? But you have to think, too, like, he's in a train yard, right? He has, like, so there's all kinds of noises. Maybe he's just got... He's a dude. His intestinal fortitude is far greater than mine, right. I guess. So, when, But when, the gobble would have killed me. Yeah. Because that, you just don't expect that. No. And turkeys are not nice. No, not not usually. Except the one that you get hugs from. But that's rare. He's an exception. Yeah. So he hears this and he's like, seriously, what the hell? Like, it's a gobble. There's no turkeys on the train. Or, right? Why is there? Yeah. And before he could even get his wits about him, he said that he started to be pecked uncontrollably by an unseen force. Now, he had bruises all over his body from this, and some of them even drew blood. So, nope. Nope. It wasn't like self inflicted. Nope. Nothing. Like, that's self-inflicted. freaky. Self-inflicted. Like he just beat I himself with like a bag like, of nickels or something. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know like how he would have done that to himself. And like wouldn't people have heard him self-inflicting? I don't know. All I know is that I would have, 
I would have quit too. Yeah. So he's like, he's getting pecked and he's trying to fight off this thing that he can't even see. And it's pecking him and pecking him. And we researched this. Turkey's beaks can break glass. That's how hard they can peck. I don't want... So that would be very painful. Be by a turkey. No. Yeah. And then they have that big old talon on their on their claws. No. Heck See, no. Those suckers no, can I'm do out. some damage. So he was out. He's like, this is what happened. I don't care if you believe me or not. I'm out. I quit. Peace out. He's He gone. He gone. He gone. It's fine. He'll find other work. It's whatever. He's not going to get pecked to death. No mo. No mo. So there's a lot of reports of a lot of the train workers seeing shadows and nope obviously it's not like a person shadow it's like a small round shadow that's like turkey shaped listen i don't like this though like why why am i this this is legitimately the most terrifying thing because this this shadow well a lot of the shadows that we've talked about in the show they don't do anything Right. They're just there. They manifest. They disappear. That's That's it. it. This shadow apparently has the power to scare a grown, burly man into quitting a job because it has caused him so much physical harm. If I see a shadow, no matter how short and round it is, (laughs) and I've heard that as like, like, oh, by the way, our last conductor quit because he was pecked to death. I'd be like. I'm sorry, we need an old priest and a young priest and a butcher. I wonder if they told people that story. I feel like I feel like it wouldn't be as like popular like popularized. Is that what I'm trying to say here? Like I feel like there wouldn't be so much information about it if people weren't telling the story. That's true. That's true. They had to have been because this is like this is something that they are still talking about mm-hmm. like to this day. Yeah. So, I they had to have the new conductors must have known. Yeah. I feel like after more people experienced stuff, they probably were like, oh, by the way, there was this dude here named Willie, and this is what right. happened to him. So maybe at I, first it was like, I don't know if we should tell people this because they might not want to work here. But then when other people started coming forward and being like, this is like legit. Yeah. And, it, and I feel like they had to, especially because as time went on, it moved beyond just seeing the shadows and hearing the scratches and the gobbling um but then the cargo that they started you know the cargo that they had on the train it started to get broken like Mm -hmm. they would find like their their packages were like busted apart and everything would just be strewn about and you know kind of ransacked and there was no way they've determined there was no way that anybody else had gotten into these train cars Mm -hmm. and it wasn't isolated to like just one train car either So it wasn't like a hobo maybe had gotten onto the train and, you know, was looking for food or something like that. They ruled all of that out. So, and these are like, we mentioned a minute ago how strong these turkeys are, that they can, Mm -hmm. you know, be like peck through glass. These were those big, like, if you remember the the Christmas story movie, right? And he gets the lamp and it's in that big, that big box that says fragile. It was boxes like that. So. So it's French. It must be Italian. I don't know. Um, must be Italian. That's it. It was those big wooden boxes. So it's not like you could just like punch through it. You know, you'd have to have a tool of some kind to get into that box. So they started finding all these little holes that were like 
where it looked like a turkey had packed a hole and like pulled stuff out and it was just thrown all over the train. So it would leave the train station intact. It would get to its destination with crap just everywhere and holes in the boxes. And they were like, what Which the crap? They have to talk about this because nobody wants to be blamed for that. You know, no one wants to be like, yeah, take it out of my pay. It was my fault. So <laughs> they had to they had to start informing people like this does happen. Please Please be on the lookout in case of potential grizzly, (laughs) potential prowlers. Like, you have to keep a lookout. Um, So people are on guard. They're Mm -hmm. watching. They're trying to catch, like, do we have a pest issue? Nobody can see anything. But the workers that are kind of, you know, standing at attention here, they're watching, they start reporting that they're getting scratched. And there's nothing there to scratch them. Mm-hmm. There are just scratches manifesting on, like, their lower legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I think is terrifying. Yeah. I would have, I would have, yeah. They would feel like they'd be working and they would feel like a burning sensation. And they would lift their pants leg and they'd have this huge red mark, this big scratch down their leg that oh my just God. appears. I just don't, I, I really don't like that. So things continued like that for a while. And then there's a report of a man named Albert Freeman um, in 1964. Apparently, Albert had quite a few run-ins with the turkey. And at this point, they had affectionately named him, or not so affectionately named him, I guess, Tom the Turkey, because why not? His name's Tom, right? He's Turkey. (laughs) And it's the Tomahawk Railway. So Um, so Albert, apparently, I don't think he was scared of him. It doesn't seem like he was scared of him. He was just like, I'm working here. We've got this turkey. It's just kind of a coexistence at this point. So Albert was aware of the stories of the things that had happened. And so he decided the next time it manifests itself to him or the next time that he was aware of its presence that he would talk to it. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> he was, We've determined. It was for the greater good, Aaron. I, greater good, my butt. We've determined that this turkey has an attitude problem. <laughs> and I don't think he's going to need to sit down with Mr. Freeman to you know, talk about his feelings. I feel like, I don't know. That wouldn't have been my choice. My choice would have been like, let's burn the train down. <laughs> burn it to the ground. Honest, the honestly, railway. though, this railway is probably the only reason that town still exists. Probably. They do have a McDonald's. Oh, well, there you go. I saw it when I was looking at the map because I was like, where is this? I know. It's, it's middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Um, so he decided to have a conversation with good old Tom. And I don't know what he said to him, but apparently things got better. Um, they did call in some paranormal investigators, though, right? Yeah. Well, the workers, I mean, they were, they accepted him, like, as part of it. But there were a lot of people who thought it was just, like, tomfoolery, no pun intended. They thought it was you know a hoax that it was something that yeah a hoax or they needed to do something about it or i mean there were varying reasons why they people eventually reached out to a paranormal research team because they and bear in mind at this point this has been going on for like 70 years yeah and by the way turkeys don't no, live longer than that because they're the they built the railroad in 1891 yeah so it's been over and 100 years that this has been like this is like as of years. now yeah. yes as of now, it's been over 100 years. But when they called in the um, paranormal teams, um, I mean, 
it's a little bit, it, this has been a little while since they've had the research teams come in, but they actually had a research team come in to see if maybe there were other things lurking about. Maybe it was like, I don't know. Oh, you know, things happen on the railroad. Maybe somebody got hurt. Maybe that's what's going on. Yeah. Somebody got hurt on the railroad and they want to, they want to like let that person go in peace to the next stage of the afterlife or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a lot of luck making contact, like having conversations, obviously. Um, the paranormal teams do witness the kind of the same things, the shadows and whatnot. But one researcher actually decided to use an EVP recorder and got an audio, which I think is it like sent chills down my spine. We're going to we're going to play it real quick. Oh, my gosh. That's no. See, mm -mm. I don't even know. I don't even know what you would say to that. Like, I just can't imagine. Here's the thing. (laughs) Like, if you're one of the workers and you've had all these experiences and stuff, I can't say words. That's how flustered (laughs) I am. (laughs) If you've had all these experiences, like you've been scratched and you've seen all this stuff going on, that would terrify you. But at the same time, if you're an investigator and you do an EVP and you hear a freaking gobble, would you not laugh? I don't know. I was... I, I I was not I don't know it's, maybe I'm just a it's baby it's just definitely it's unexpected so, it's unexpected for sure I think that would have been my initial reaction would have been like oh my god seriously no like that can't be who who's playing right who's playing but then my follow-up reaction would have been like holy crap Peace out. yeah I'm done I'm done because if it's a if it's a turkey I feel like I feel like turkeys, you know, like animals or like children, you know, they get straight passage. They don't have a middle. It's got to be a demon turkey. Like, that's my theory. (laughs) Ask me about my theory on demon turkeys. (laughs) That's what it is. I don't like it. Well, it's freaking, I don't know. It's freaky to me. Like, the the gobbling would freak me out. The scratching, that freaks me out even more. Like, the fact that it's hurting people. I don't like... This is one angry time. It really is. And, I mean, can you blame it? Like, no. they built I mean, a railroad did... track over its home. It's pretty pissed I mean, off. It, it makes sense. I get it. I get it. It's I just, just don't so like weird. It. Like you said, it's just so unnatural. It's so weird. So... It's not okay. It's not fine. So, basically, the paranormal team confirmed that, indeed, there is a ghost turkey on this train. And they have the EVP proof and all this stuff. And, and even though they have, I mean, that train's been long replaced. Mm-hmm. You know, they were purchased by another company in 2005, I think I read. Um, so, the, And they've got modern equipment now. Mm-hmm. That turkey is still wreaking havoc. It's so still doing the same apparently thing. Apparently, he's attached to the train tracks, not the train itself. Right. Right. So, and the train track is the same. Yeah. So apparently, I think the paranormal thing, because Albert Freeman... His report was in 1964, and I think that was about the same time when they called in the paranormal team. I don't know. I don't know how long ago they've been using EVPs. I have no idea. No idea. But they recorded it somehow. And so, but after Tom had a little talking to, um, things kind of calmed down a little bit. 
And so it's still ongoing. People still see shadows and everything. But from everything we can gather, it's kind of a peaceful coexistence at this point. Where he's allowed. By the way. What? I just looked it up. EVPs, they started doing um, paranormal, like, recordings in the 20s. Dang. It probably was. Around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So. It sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds old. But I think we can credit Mr. Albert Freeman for kind of saving the day. Because he basically sat down with Tom and he's like, chill out, dude. It's not a big deal. Like, you've been officially pardoned from Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. So he's still there. People still hear the scratching and the gobbling and their shadows and all this stuff. But he doesn't hurt people anymore. He's allowed to be there. They've kind of made peace with him being there. And they're like, listen, you can ride the train all the time. Free ticket. We'll feed you. They do. They, like, bring food that turkeys eat. Like, Which I think, by the way, is pretty sweet. Yeah. They're just like, here. It's, I feel like berries. it's almost like a peace offering at this point. It's got to like, be. They will bring a peck to death. Yeah. We'll bring you some food. I wonder why he got so pissed at that conductor guy. Because that was the only report that we found of somebody actually being pecked like that. Like, people have been scratched and stuff. But that was like. He's probably a bad dude. Maybe. Animals know those things, right? They can Animals do. That. They've got, yeah, they've got that, like, they're good judges of character. Like, if my cat and my dog don't like you, I probably won't like you Right. Either. Yep. So, so, that's the uh, ongoing story of the trained turkey named Tom in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. That's, uh, man, that was heavy. It's scary. It is scary. Because then it makes you want to, like, we've had a couple stories in the past where there were dogs, but they were friendly. Yeah. Like ghost dogs, ghost cats. In that Marshall House Hotel I did, there were ghost cats. Yeah. So, I mean, it is, I guess it is possible for there to be ghost animals. You just don't think about a turkey. (laughs) No. It's so strange. And I'm really glad I don't work on the railroad and that I don't live in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. If you guys have ghost turkeys, please don't send them to me. I don't want them. If you live anywhere near Tomahawk, Wisconsin... Let us go know. See. Let us know what you find. Yeah. Go go visit the railroad. Oh, wait. I've got we there's one other part to the story that we that we left out here. Oh yeah. Yeah. April, April Fools. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> I almost couldn't hold it in. <laughs> I saw you were losing it. I was losing it. <laughs> Guys. If you listen to this whole episode, we love you. (laughs) We're so glad that you tuned in. And we hope that you don't have nightmares about turkeys. (laughs) And to any turkeys listening, nothing was said to be offensive. No. We love turkeys. Yep. But y'all are scary beasts when you want to be. So You guys have no idea how much research we had to do to create this story. (laughs) My ads are going to be so strange for the rest of forever. (laughs) Oh, it was Um, so fun, though. It was the best. All right, guys. <laughs> happy Easter. Happy April Fool's. Happy, happy spring happy, break. We'll be happy back. Happy everything. Yeah, we'll be back in your earbuds on Tuesday with like a real story. <laughs> a real story. We love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.